get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 199 of the What Up, Doe podcast. Uh-oh. You know what that means, right? 200 next? or Yeah, but you know 200 supposed to be the high pod. <laughs> That's right. We got to figure that out then because, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah, so 199, um, we were just randomly just talking about NBA and uh, the, the bullshit of, of the what did you call it? The trade generator? Yeah, yeah. So for those who may not know the trade generator, it's basically a, a app or some kind of application where people can put in trades for different teams and the numbers match and then they automatically get a trade option or some shit. And we've been seeing that a lot in our uh, the Detroit Pistons group that we in. It's usually that fucking Ari dude. He does it all the fucking time. And then it's like he always talking to third person because he's always posting his own tweets and shit. <laughs> like it's somebody else's thoughts or some shit. I don't like him, man. It's, it's so many people. Like, if I was the admin of that group or one of the admins in that group, and one of my homeboys is, but if I was one of the admins of that group, it's a few motherfuckers I'd have kicked out. And he'd probably be one of them. Uh, no, I can't say that because, like, being trying to be unbiased, just because I don't agree with him, don't mean I should kick him out the group. He doesn't do anything that's like worthy of getting booted from a group, but it, it's he he does a lot, <laughs> and it's just. It's just and if I'm being real, I just don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm, don't like. I'm him. not a big fan of him, uh, but yeah, like you say, you know the example you get, you know you can get you know LeBron and fucking Kawhi if we give up 30 first round picks or some shit. <laughs> right. Or, the draft, the trade generator made it work. Like, okay, like no, we giving up our first round picks for the next 15 years. <laughs> like, no, it's not gonna happen. But I guess the, the biggest thing has been since uh, uh, Westbrook is requesting out of OKC. And, you know. Possibly, I don't even know if he's requesting out. I like, thought he requested. He, I mean, he might be, but. I thought he. Well, it was. I never actually read the article, so I can't say for, for certain. But I was rumored that he was wanting out. Uh, it's just like a thing where, like, they've lost enough players. And now it's like, okay, we ain't getting nowhere. So we might as well just start over. Well, you know, I was thinking about that just 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 destinations for for players in general like Detroit is not a destination place. Like people don't really just want to come to Detroit or whatever. You know, maybe Even just, we were good, people didn't want to just come to Detroit. Yeah. Like if you look at the team that we built when we went when we were good, it was all it was a team built of essentially like throwaway players. Like players that had just been like, it, it wasn't, like, new guys that we drafted. It was, like, guys that had been around and had been on other teams, and they just got here, and it just worked. Like, the only player that we – established player that we uh, actually brought in was Rashid. Like, Ben was, like – Ben was such a fucking throwaway, man. Like, in the Grant Hill trade, motherfuckers was more interested in us get, getting Chucky Atkins – than Ben Wallace, Chucky <laughs> and and now now look how the shit played out. And then you know Chauncey and Rip, like those are guys that we just got from other teams that have been you know they've been decent, you know like B level type players. And yeah. really they never really exceeded B level type players. It's not like 
Chauncey or Rip were like, oh, this is one of the best point guards in the league. This is one of the best shooting guards in the league. It's like it was just a group of guys who who meshed well together. They drafted Tayshawn, they threw in Rasheed, and it, it shit worked out. And they had they had a a second unit that was built to perfection. Like the the second unit, I think is what really made that team because when the starters were off the floor the second unit could compete with other teams' first units. And this was a collection of guys that was like, not throwaway players like the starters, but like, you know, guys that had been around the league and hadn't really found success anywhere and players that we had drafted. And it was just like, and they just it just well worked out. Worked. Yeah. And that, that shit ain't going to happen no more. <laughs> like that's, that's going to be hard. That that's, that's magic. Right there, like that's not something that's gonna happen again. Well, I can't say ever, but like you know, that's not it, something the that ch- I'm. The chances are are high, especially in our favor, especially for the Pistons. So, um, but I just yeah. think of like you know that's like you know obviously you got the the biggest places like L A, Miami, Golden State. Those are destination places and shit. And then even just for the city, not necessarily basketball, but when you think of Detroit, people don't think of Detroit destination place. I don't think of it either, but. I guess I'm wondering, like, how did OKC become a destination place? They've had tons of good talent to OKC. Like, what the fuck is in Oklahoma that people want to go to? Facts. I have no I, idea. Like, I had to look on the. I was looking on the on the map to see exactly where Oklahoma City was, and I'm like, it's, it seemed like it's like maybe a, it's just north of was well, it's north of of Dallas, I think, or Houston, maybe Dallas. I think it's Dallas. I think. But I, think, I was just like, what the what the fuck people want to go to OKC for? I think, and I guess there's no shade on OKC, but it is like, what the fuck do people want to go to? How is that a destination place? They've gotten tons of fucking people in OKC, players in OKC. But I'm like, what the fuck is in OKC? Like, the thing about them was that I think that they they were fortunate in that they drafted in a way that uh, that helped them build a franchise that attracted players because they were already solid. Mm. Like it wasn't like players were attract- attracted to the city or the market. Yeah. They were drafted what was already there cuz if you think about it, OKC was uh Seattle, the Seattle SuperSonics. Right, right. And they they had both Durant, they drafted both Durant and Westbrook. Yeah. So, like they had they just had Did they draft James Harden too? I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I know James Harden ended up on OKC, but I don't recall if he was drafted by them or not. I'm gonna look because I know they. I know Seattle drafted, um, uh, Durant and Westbrook, but I don't know if they drafted Harden. I'm gonna check right quick though. Uh, I yep, mean, so I guess you're saying that they did. They drafted him. Oh, okay. Right, yep. I, so I didn't know that. yeah, so I think that was a situation where it was like they already had presence there. So they were able to attract players who were seeking out teaming up with those guys at one point or the other. And then now that that's broken down, you had Harden going to Houston and, and then Durant going to Golden State. It was like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like players aren't really chomping at the bit to play with Westbrook. So <laughs> there are, it, you know, now that's probably why Westbrook's on a trading block because it's like, okay, well, this is OKC, not New York, not L.A., not Miami or Chicago or something where people might want to go. And people probably don't want to play with him like that. So it's like, we might as well just, you know, start over. We had our guys. It didn't work out. And that's the end of it. I mean, I think, so free agency pretty much, you know, had the, 
whirlwind of whirlwind happened when Kawhi signed with the Clippers and brought Paul George. And that was a surprise to everybody because no one saw Paul George. Well, no one saw him going to Kawhi going to the Clippers. But no one saw Paul George leave, being able to, you know, get got from OKC. So w- once Paul George left, that was pretty much it for OKC other than Westbrook. It's Westbrook and a bunch of other random motherfuckers. I mean, it was pretty much Westbrook, Paul George. I don't even know who was really main, uh, 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 like a, a third person that was Stephen really, Adams, probably. Stephen Adams. But I mean, the team is pretty much destitute now. So you know, they're they they see you know at least with that trade, they gave up so much. I mean, kind of like with the Lakers, they gave up so much for uh, Davis. Tons of fucking players and trades and shit. Uh, and so, but it was interesting today. I saw that. So Kawhi finally signed today. Yeah, I saw and that. he had he signed for less years. Oh wow! So he signed for two years with a third year option. So it's less than what the four years that you know teams were trying to pull him for. And and I was just like, wow. So and then that's the third year option, player option. Both him and Paul George have that contract, <laughs> and that third year is a free agency uh, year. That's an interesting dynamic because it, it's not interesting in the sense that it was orchestrated because that happens all the time, but it's interesting that it was orchestrated and no one knew about it. Yeah. Because, like, if you think back to when um, LeBron did his whole uh, decision thing going to Miami, it was pretty well known that he was working on getting other guys there. And the whole idea of their big three with uh, Wade and Bosch, like – you already knew Wade. You know Wade was already there, and you think, oh, LeBron might be going there, and Bosh might be going there. It's like th- that was kind of already on the radar. The fact that this whole Kawhi and Paul George thing came out of nowhere for the Clippers is interesting. Like the fact that he, that that was able to be orchestrated and no one knew about it. Yeah. Like I didn't see a single rumor like he might go to he might go to Clippers. Like no, I mean and, it was it was few. You know, I think you got people who want to be the. The, the one who calls out the, the random ass fucking place and shit. So you had one or two people that may have said that for the most part. Nobody that mattered said that Kawhi was going to, to the Clippers. Um, and then definitely uh, Paul George's uh, uh, acquisition, like that was not talked about at all. Mm-hmm. Like Paul George wasn't even in the, in the talk of free agency. And a free agent. Well, he wasn't a free agent. He's still in contract. So that, none of that was in, in talks. And it's just like, man, I could appreciate the the circle that Kawhi has to like none of that shit got let out. And shit. That is just and the insane. Le- and not just the leverage, but also, I I like the idea that he did. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to join an established spot like and be like second fiddle like a lot of guys including LeBron will be like even though LeBron knows that if he goes to a team he's the guy Mm -hmm. he will still go to a team almost kind of like with the knowledge that everything's going to come together whereas Kawhi made it that way he could have he could have went to he could have went to a team that already had a solid player or two and was just like I'm gonna join this team but he was like I'm gonna go to a random fucking team I'm gonna take Paul George with me and we gonna we gonna make it happen there on our own like like that's an interesting idea to me I, I, I like the I like the whole thing of it you know I you know I've said it many times I'm always pro players being able 
to go where they want, but to be able to say, I don't want to go to your super team. I'm going to take one guy with me and start and make my it own super team. Yeah, and make it happen. And they got uh, Patrick Beverly there. They got a couple other players there that's actually solid. And, you know, I think it'll be an interesting league. But what, what I don't understand, it was funny. I was fucking with Baylor earlier today because uh, he, had did, he had posted something on Instagram about Shaq, some Shaq quote. Shaq always gets on my fucking nerves. But Shaq A current Shaq quote? A, a current well, I'm thinking it was yeah, it had to be current Shaq. Current Shaq quote. And it was uh I'm gonna pull it up because I don't remember exactly verbatim. But it was basically talking about the Lakers and uh the Clippers sharing the Staples Center. Right. And it was uh he said I'm assuming this is a real quote from him. You know how shit people just put quotes with people's names and pictures and you see it's them. But he says, speaking of the Clippers, I don't like the fact that when you guys have your home games, you cover up the jerseys, meaning cover up the Lakers jerseys. What but, he means, like, so when the, it, when the Clippers, like when the, the Clippers have huh? the retired jerseys, any of the jerseys. So when the Clippers home game come up, they cover all of the Lakers banners and shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which I mean, it's their home fucking game. Why wouldn't they cover them up anyway? He says, uh, you cover up the jerseys until you win sixteen championships. Then you can start changing the rule. Don't cover up my jersey. This is the Lakers building. Don't forget that shit. You're just leasing it. I'm like, dude, I get it. But you don't understand the whole crime is of leasing a fucking building? No one gives a... I mean, it's not like they're coming in and they're, they're claiming that, you know, this their fucking building. It's a fucking lease. They share the fucking building. Who gives a fuck if they cover jerseys on their home games? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm indifferent toward that. But as I'm indifferent as a person who's not a fan of either team so why would i give a shit if i was a diehard lakers fan maybe but like i can't even relate to the idea of two nba teams playing in my playing arena in the same arena so it's, it's like, just kind of weird but i mean even, i could not like playing in my arena like yeah. if there were two detroit basketball teams and they both played in the palace and i go to a pistons game and i look up there and i see the banners covered by the other rando fucking second rate detroit team I might be a little sick about it. I, like, I if you kinda, don't take that shit off Isaiah's jersey, I'm going to fuck kinda, everybody up in here. I can kind of see it, but then again, it's like, are you at Clippers games? Or do you even give a fuck? Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, at the game you at, they ain't going to be covered. Yeah, so, so yeah. It, it shouldn't even make a fucking difference. But, so that was how I was messing with him, and I was just like... We had the Detroit Rotors game. The Rotors. And, <laughs> and they covered up all the Pistons jerseys. The like, Rotors well, game. Well, I'm not going to be at the Rotors game, so... But what's, what, what... I think my... And I don't know... In, I don't think it's a well, Detroit break pads. <laughs> Detroit calipers. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the idea of thinking of random ass car related names for, for other Detroit basketball. Detroit tire rods. <laughs> I don't know why I like, I like Detroit calipers though. That's yeah, funny. Detroit calipers. That, that, that is a good one. Um, I don't what. So you would think that Kawhi is not from L.A. The way they treat him for not playing for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker was, is from L.A., but he's supposed to be a Laker? That, that and, and, and again, speaking as a person that doesn't live in one of these cities, I, I don't understand how the dynamics of choosing a team to be a fan of works when you have multiple teams to choose from. Like, how do you... And especially because in all when, those situations... When the Clippers come into the league? Because they just, they always... Have, they, they haven't always... No, they used to be... Um, I think they used to be, I want to say San Diego okay. Clippers. Like, I think they, they were a different city before they moved to L.A. Just like, well, just like the Lakers were. Because the Lakers used to be Minneapolis. So, like, I think 
like, it, like the nerve. Your team wasn't even your team all that time. They were a fucking other state away. And y'all got the nerve to several act states. All, several states. Several states. <laughs> and got the nerve to act all high and mighty and shit. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder I if it. like the I, I don't get it. But. Like, how do you like? Especially to me, like if you grow up in like New York, like I'm I'm less interested in how you become a Yankees fan because I feel like anybody it's the be, Yankees. Yeah, it's the Yankees. Like. But how like how do you become a Mets fan? Like we're just like yo, I love the Mets. Like the Mets is my shit. Or like <laughs> in Chica- Chicago, was it the yeah the, the White Sox and then is it two teams in Chicago, right? Mm, Baseball. No. Is it two? I thought it was no. two. It's not? No, it's the White Sox. I swear it was two. No, it's two teams in uh, uh, Chicago. I'm a little tipsy, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's just the White Sox. Yeah, it's the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Cubs, <laughs> the Cubs and the White Sox. So, See, like, how do, you become, <laughs> how do you become a Cubs fan? How do you become a White Sox fan? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how that works out. But then, like you say, Mets and you know uh, Yankees. the Yankees. That, the that's Yankees. the easiest one because the Yankees yeah. are the Yankees. So yeah. it's like you can de- definitely understand why someone's a Yankees fan. But how do you become a Mets fan? Like I, I feel like it has to be just like fuck the Yankees because they're so popular. I'm gonna be the fan of the lesser team. That's that's, that's, that's gotta go. just yeah. be it. Like, no one just jumps to say I want to be a Mets fan, probably. Mm-hmm. Or you think of football too, like in New York, you got Jets and you got the Giants. Yeah, but then, no, neither of them teams are the Yankees of football. No, no, no. I get <laughs> like, it, but I think I think most fans are probably Giants fans by default. And how do you get? Well, actually, he's a, a Jets fan. He's a Jets fan. He's the person I'll probably ask. Uh, like, how does that come about? Or you just say I just want to be the? I don't want to be the. You know, I don't want to be in a back bandwagon of the the bigger team or the main team. Or. It's got to be that. It's it's got to be that. Or like you just were attached to that team at the time you became a fan. So like like if you look like you're somebody like like me for instance, say you become a fan of your sport at six years old, like I did. Like that's ridiculous. Six years old to become a fan of a sports team, like or sports teams. Like maybe at whenever random Jets fan, right? They became a Jets fan when fucking Joe Namath played there. He played for the Jets, right? Joe Namath? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you, you know, you became a fan at the time that Joe Namath played there and then you stuck with it. And that was just it. But I think it had, it was, it seemed like it would have to be a little more difficult. Say you became a, you became a Pistons fan at age six. But it was the Pistons and the Calibers. <laughs> yeah, see? So it would be like, okay, who so. Who the fuck do you, you know, <laughs> is it parent influence or is it, you know, a certain player, you know. High? It's got to be It's gotta be the team that hits you at the time. So if I'm six years old and we got the Pistons and the Calibers and the Pistons are, you know, playing for the championship with Isaiah and Joe and the Calipers got fucking, I don't know, fucking Otis Thorpe or some shit. Right. You just go, like, you know, you fuck know. the Calipers. Pistons is lit. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> so. uh, uh, olden Polonies It's like Who the fuck do I pick You know what I'm saying It's like I got I got, I got uh, Jai Long Or Olden Polonies Who the fuck I'm gonna be a fan of uh, I like whatever. thinking of Random ass players Like that's just funny to me <laughs> Thinking like Random ass motherfuckers like, That play Tree for teams. Rollins <laughs> I think he might have been The only player coach Cause he was doing that In Orlando <laughs> uh, For the Magic Yeah uh, Or uh, Fuck 
I used to think of all these old random ass players. <laughs> Being a player close got to be fucking so fucking controversial. <laughs> yeah, because are you subbing yourself in? Because you every time, every time, like yeah, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go in. Like, like yo, you, man, I was I was waiting to use the shower. You took too long. By the time I got in there, the water was cold. Sit your ass on the bench. <laughs> like yo, like nigga, you, you gave like me why a you petty, coach? <laughs> coach dunking on you in practice and shit. That don't seem like it would work well. I, I think that's why it was probably short lived. And I don't remember any other player coaches other than Tree Rollins. I'm, it's probably been others that I'm, I can't think of right yeah, now. I can't think I'm, of any because I'm buzzing a little bit. But I just can't think. I think sober. I would. I just Tree Rollins. I just remember him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, specifically. Yeah, I'm specifically, not sure if I can come up with a player coach sober. Wait, did did Jason Kidd do that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Jason Kidd was either a player coach or he was a coach right after being a player. He was a coach right at, definitely right okay. after being a player for sure. Uh, but I can't think of any other ones that were actively playing and coaching. And I think uh, Trivado was an assistant coach. I don't think he was a head coach. Okay. So, I don't know if that takes away from it. But, I mean, yeah. But now it's like eight assistant coaches and shit. Like, how many people are doing what? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Assistant coaches is all now motherfuckers that, I don't know, <laughs> feeling, feeling old as fuck. Like, like, man, I remember when that coach got drafted. <laughs> like, well, man. <laughs> yeah, you see, like. Getting old sucks. Like, you see old, like. Old players that are probably like our age that are like in suits and shit, like doing assistant coaching. Hell yeah! Like what's names? I thought. Well, no, I think he's front office now. But I thought Tayshawn was doing something with Memphis. He was. Yeah. He he. Um. I don't think he was coaching, but he was doing something with Memphis. Yeah. In so, a, in the office. Speaking yeah. of Tayshawn and uh, Pistons, I seen some post on. I don't know. It had to be Instagram or Twitter uh, from Rasheed, and someone asked him about you know, do you guys? Uh, still talk or hang out or whatever and I think Rasheed posted this picture of all of them video chatting and shit so it's like a oh, big wow. screen of all of them I think it was it was all it was it was at least four of them That's but dope. they were video chatting and shit so when they were here for um the celebration of their championship earlier in this season because they had the they had the bad boys won and then they had uh, one for the the 2004 championship team and the 2004 folks they all went out together to townhouse oh um, downtown oh, you been there i still have yeah been i've been there how's that it's dope like they got a um trying to get really good burgers yeah they got a they got an expensive ass burger that's like 20 bucks or some shit but it's good mm. as fuck um but yeah they posted a picture all outside uh all well i feel like i feel like tayshawn wasn't here for it I can't remember if I can't honestly I'm not even 100% sure I went to that game I think I did but I'm not 100% sure but I remember seeing a picture of Rip Chauncey Ben at least the three of them outside townhouse I'm not entirely sure who all else was there because I feel like Rasheed probably I feel like Rasheed might not have been I, I don't know I can't really recall but I did, I'm not sure if I went to that game I went to the the bad boys one obviously but yeah man I, I think the whole Westbrook shit is just like a situation where OKC had their opportunity, they didn't get there, the players are gone, and now it's like, okay, no one's going to come here because, like you said, it's OKC, and we're not going to win as we are now, so we might as well just unload this stupid-ass contract that we got. I, I say stupid, like, in the sense of, like, like stupid, like, dumb big. Not stupid like it was a dumb contract to sign because, I mean, the man has averaged a triple-double for, like, the last two or three seasons or some shit, but... Um, 
Yeah, I think I think that's all it is that they're just like, okay, we might be ready to move him. So the rumors are, um, well, there's a lot of rumors, so it's hard to really pinpoint which ones are legitimate. Like I've heard, Miami. but the Pistons show up in every single one. I heard Miami as well. Yeah, they got uh, who was just in Philly who left there. Uh, <clears throat> he only went there this year and he left. And oh, Butler. Like, Butler. So you got Butler down there. So actually, I think that'd be a good a, a good tandem, uh, Butler and Westbrook. Um, but man, could you imagine? The having, two would not get along at all. I, I I think it. I think they would probably be drinking every night together, just you know, hashing shit out. Uh, a, a Butler Westbrook team. I, I that ain't gonna work, dog. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. <laughs> I think they're both strong headed and shit. And yeah, be some. It's it, ideally on paper, it seemed like they would be cool. But yeah, you you make a good point. But then I start. I don't want to get my hopes high with Pistons shit. But I can't I, deal with Russell I, Westbrook roll up in the LCA in a damn dress and shit. The way he <laughs> and a fedora, whatever the fuck that motherfucker. Hey man, low down raise ticket prices, dude. I've been getting called by this chick. From the Pistons for tickets for like the past like month. And I Same. Keep- I've gotten three calls in the past week from a ticket rep. Yes. And I haven't answered I, any of them neither. and I haven't listened to the voicemails. Me neither. And I, it's it's a thing where it's like, will I buy some sort of ticket package? Probably. But I'm just I'm I'm blowing I'm- me up while you you know, two weeks after the fucking season ended. Talking about trying to get me to sign up for a package for October. Like, I'm not even in that space right now. First off, how the fuck you get my number? I've never signed up for tickets. I went to single games. I didn't do no fucking, what's, uh, no packages. That I don't know. So that's why I'm like, Cause I, they call package. me because I've had packages yeah, before. I've not but. done no packages. So I kept seeing the number. I'm like, well, who the fuck calling me from Arbor Hills? And then I checked the message. It's some random chick. Oh, they all start from 248377. <laughs> you oh. see 248377, it's a Pistons person. And that's the number they call from. When they were in Auburn Hills, yeah, but I think they still got offices in there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the number. It's a, it's a three. It's that two four eight number. Mm-hmm. But I, I never done any packages, so I'm like, how the fuck they got my number? So that was the one. But I'm just doing single games, um, and then hopefully I'll get tickets from work, and then go, go to the yeah, game. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably swing a package. I know I, I I talk big shit all the time about what I'm gonna get as far as like Pistons packages, and I never I never follow through, but. It's just the nature of my work life and my personal life is like I can't commit to buying buying packages ahead of time that have X amount of games when I'm like, yeah, I never know what the fuck's going to be going on and I don't want to be no, selling I mean, games like that. So, you, like, I've, you, I've ruled you, out buying season tickets at this point. you probably have, a, you know, a lot more stringent schedule, you know, with having young kids and things of that nature. I... I just don't want to be committed until I'm ready to go to one. So then I'll just buy single games and shit. Um, yes. If they decide to make the playoffs again, I'm definitely going to keep that streak alive and keep going to those if they make it. So uh, I had hella fun with the, the two games I did go to. Uh, so I'll definitely if, do that again if 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 it happens. Um, but I'll be I'll just be doing single tickets. I'm not I'm not trying to uh, commit myself. I, I wonder, wanted to do Tigers game, but then they so trash. I was just like, fuck them. I wonder if um, Pistons playoff games, how they compare to other teams' playoff games. When I say other teams, I don't necessarily mean like uh, like the Lakers or something like that. I mean like teams that are in smaller markets and are not accustomed to the playoffs. 
Because, yeah, the Pistons haven't been good for a long time. But in my time as a Pistons fan, they've been in the playoffs a lot. So, like, I'm accustomed to playoffs, and I feel like going to, the, going to a playoff game for a team that is accustomed to the playoffs, even if they've been off the playoffs for eight years, whatever. But, like, I feel like they know what they need to do to set the environment right. Yeah. So, like, going into, like, this season's playoffs, I didn't really know what to expect because I'm like, they ain't been in the playoffs in a while. They've never been to playoffs in this arena. Like, what's it going to be like? What's it going to feel like? And it felt exactly the same as it always does. And then it makes me wonder, like, so if you're a team like, say, uh, I'm trying to think of a random fucking team. Um, I don't know, the fucking Hawks. I don't know the fuck. Like, I don't even think the Hawks are a good example. Um, what do you mean as far as the team that Teams that don't make the playoffs that much If at all Pelicans shit uh, Yeah Toronto Well they wasn't well, Not Toronto no. But uh, No uh, I want to say the Knicks When the last time the Knicks made the playoffs Nick, The Knicks ain't been in there a while But the Knicks do have The Knicks have <laughs> Significant time spent Granted it was oh, a yeah. long I time mean, ago But in the, in the Ewing era They were they were there constantly So mm-hmm. Um or a, a random play like you, well, Utah pretty much made AC for the most part. I think. As, speaking of, I think they're going to be good this year. I think the Nuggets are going to be good again this year. Mm-hmm. People don't mention them a lot, but they were actually a quiet playoff team that was really good. So it's like now that you have the Clippers and kind of back to basketball a little bit. Now that you have the Clippers potentially in the uh, doing well, Lakers. You st- and dog, oh, Golden State is going to be shit this year. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say shit, but <laughs> okay, so okay, so they don't so they, so they have a healthy uh Curry. They have a healthy Curry. Well when is Clay Thompson is he out for the year or is He's he coming like back? Probably at some like uh second half. Okay, so I'm like they've won a championship without Demarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant before. Then then they don't they don't have Iguodala and they don't have Livingston. They but they still got day. they still got Steph Clay and uh, and Clay is out the second half though so you can't even count them into the second half of the season yeah no but they still got them yeah, and then I mean, uh fucking them, but... Draymond so, so they got... still got their core from the championship that the championships that they've won what I'm saying so but yeah so you got Draymond Curry and that's the core that's going to be there at least to uh, All Star break. And a bunch of random other people. I just don't think they're gonna be as good. So no, they definitely I, I take them out of the the at least top five equation. At least for the start of the season. At least anyway. the start of the season. I mean, they could come back second half and be great, but I, you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not counting on it. So you have potentially Lakers, potentially uh, Clippers, Nuggets for sure. Nuggets would probably be the number one seed. My thoughts. Uh, and then you have Utah that should be pretty good this year. So, should be uh, interesting. But I swear that this free agency has probably been the, the most interesting free agency that I've seen in, other than – actually, other than when LeBron, uh, Bosch, and Wade went to Miami. At least in my, my thoughts, it's been the most interesting free agency since then. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be an interesting dynamic. So, um, I think that – Man, I'm so 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 torn on how I feel about the possibility of Westbrook coming here. Roman, it's pissing me off, dude. That's unusual. Very. 
Yeah, I, I think like I'm very I'm very conflicted on Westbrook coming here because Oh, we got Derrick Rose for those who don't know. I really like that move. I, I, a I'm lot. a big fan of that move. A big fan of that move. And we got him cheap. And he's coming off you got him cheap and he's coming off a great season. Yeah, he, he scored eighteen plus mm-hmm. last season. So you know, I we have this thing of getting players beyond their prime. You you go back to Dang, it's been a lot of the Pistons have had a lot of players past their prime. So we've had Pistons have had Hall of Famers had, past their prime. We've had C Webb, we've had Iverson, we've had Tracy McGrady, we've had uh now um fuck who uh Rose. Uh I forgot about Tracy McGrady until I was looking up random picks and saw him in a Pistons jersey. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I I still I'm like I don't remember that like <laughs> I, just, I don't remember games with him I, I saw that picture and I started trying to think about games I'm like I don't recall Tracy McGrady games dude me neither that's so weird now I'm a big Tracy McGrady fan I like yeah. Tracy McGrady when Tracy McGrady was with Orlando he was my favorite non pissing player in the NBA I loved Tracy McGrady me and my boy McKinley when he was in, when he was in Orlando I, I liked his him and and uh, Vince in Toronto mm-hmm. you know he he. He was definitely one of my favorites. And, and and it's crazy. I just don't remember his time here in Detroit. Me neither. <laughs> when, uh, me and my boy McKinley would have debates about Trace McGrady and Kobe Bryant. And for me, it was never me trying to actually convince him that Trace McGrady was better than Kobe Bryant. I knew Kobe was better, but... I liked having the conversations. Like we would be sending long ass emails about Kobe and Tracy McGrady. Like, like McGrady's was McGrady's probably one of my favorite non pissing players ever. Like I had a McGrady uh, Orlando jersey, and and to be fair, partially it was because I love McGrady, but it was also partially because. Those Orlando jerseys are the coldest jerseys in NBA history. The ones that had like the stars, kind of like. Uh, like jersey with the scars on Yeah, them. like, yeah. man, those are the coldest jerseys ever, dog. But, yeah, I, I, I was a big McGrady fan, so, but I don't remember that shit neither, dog. <laughs> I'm like, how do I not remember that shit? Somebody said that. I was like, McGrady played here? <laughs> I looked at the pictures. I'm like, I see it. I still don't remember. But, yeah, we have a history of doing that. But Derrick Rose is still young. He just had injury issues. Yeah. So sure. you feel like he's past his prime. And because of his injuries, he probably he he's not gonna reach I mean, rookie I of the year of, Derrick Rose levels or MVP. Prime, though, I don't necessarily think of age, I just think about ability. You right. Know what I mean? And so he's not at peak Chicago Bulls Derrick Rose. But, you know, I, I think, you know, he 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 recovered well, you know, um and you know, I he, last year he was fucking solid as fuck. And so for the Pistons to pull that off, you know, we've always complained about the Pistons not being able to get good acquisitions and stuff. That's always been a big thing with the Pistons as of late, at least. And so that's, you know, that was, I was, I was pleased with that, with that move. Yeah. I think that, um, I think it'll work out. He's, there have been a lot of players, not, well, not a lot, but several players who had a, a style of play that made them elite level players. And then they suffered elite level injuries. And then at that point, you either become a player who has a history of never recovering from that injury, or you become a player who 
changes your game, changes your style and adapts and then becomes effective or uh, maybe not as effective as you were before, but still effective enough to prolong your career to even get into the Hall of Fame, just changing your shit up. And like a, a perfect example, like is is uh, Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin was probably one of, if not the most exciting players to watch in the NBA when they were when he was with the Clippers and Chris Paul. Amazing, dynamic fucking player, and he had the best season of his career last year with us with none of that. I'm not gonna say none, but like a fraction of that athleticism because he 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 changed his game. Same with Grant Hill. Same with uh, uh, Vince Carter. Like Vince Carter has pulled off like a fucking twenty plus year career with none of none of what he had when he was with Toronto, and and he's still getting he's above still the like he's still <laughs> he's still he, he's, he's, not, he's still he, dunking, yeah, and he's, and not, he's still effective. Like Vince Carter is, is an impressive Hall of Famer. I to swear, me. I want Vince Carter to play twenty five years, dude. <laughs> he, he just because he won't, but I, 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 I just this will amazing. probably be his last year. I bet it's amazing just to see see him uh, play as many years. Another as, one of my favorite players. Yeah. So speaking of years played, so I seen in the news that uh, Lover Quinn retired. Mm-hmm. Ten years. He said uh, that was always his plan. If he got to ten years and he was still healthy, he was going to get out the game. And that's. I mean, that's kind of smart. I mean, he's 30, 31. To be able to retire at 30, 31, have a decent amount of money, and be able to live your life at 30, 31, fuck, dude, that's yeah, fucking great, Yeah, not be dude. fucking crippled and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah players that got to fucking take ice baths every fucking night and shit, and canes and can't walk, and Dealing all kind of crazy, and, shit. and CTE and all that shit. So, yeah. to be, you know, I would assume he's fairly healthy, and to be able to just leave and be able to, you know, enjoy your life, man, that's fucking great. I don't even know if I'm going to be retired, so <laughs> just to see... Something like that for a guy, man. You know that was that was pretty dope to see. So, man, let me tell you about totally switching subjects. Uh, this is a portion where I tell that my how my last week has been was fucking nuts. This is usually how we open the episode. We usually open it with that, but we talk we talk sports in the beginning. So Fourth of July, we go over at my sister's house. My sister barbecued and all that, so it was cool. They did a little fireworks, blah blah blah. We get home probably about 11 o'clock, and uh, wife lets out the dog. Now, you know our dog has, like, leg issues and shit, mm-hmm. so he doesn't move around as well and so forth. So she's out here with the dog, and I think she may have came in and then was waiting on him. So our dog is pretty simple. He goes, uses the bathroom, comes to the door, whines when he want to come in, never really goes off and shit like that. So that's how he's, how he's been. I guess with the fireworks going and shit, he spooked him and shit, and he fucking ran off. So we're looking, thinking he's behind the garage or something. We go behind the garage a few times. I'm like, he's not back there. And I got some weeds growing back there. So I'm like, he didn't crawl in the fucking weed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking through this shit, can't find him. So I go out in the front, and I see, like, this trail of poop. And I'm like, that's him. He went out the front somewhere. Couldn't find them, dog. So we got home like eleven ish. We outside to like one thirty in the morning. Damn, cannot fucking find them. She's done had breakdowns, crying. So right. this, this is her dog for the last fifteen years and shit. So she's you know upset with herself how she let him get a pass. 
you know, his back legs. He has arthritis in his back legs. Go out occasionally, wonder if he done got hit. So I'm circling the block, you know, walking around. Though I had, I walked around so much that I had, you know, on a Fitbit, it clocks this, the new day stars at midnight. Mm-hmm. By, by the time I woke up Friday morning, I had 6,000 steps. <laughs> I just been pacing, walking around the neighborhood, all that shit. So anyway, so I was looking on Facebook, just searching lost dogs and shit, just seeing them. Maybe someone posted them, you know, um, or whatever. I go to sleep at like 2.33 because I had to go to work Friday. <laughs> I go to sleep. I get up at six. She's out in the neighborhood walking around, driving around. So I'm getting dressed and I was like, let me look again. So I started, I just searched lost dogs. A couple of things I learned. One, there's a huge lost dog community on Facebook called For the Love of Louie. Who the fuck is Louie? I'm assuming like Amber Alert. It was probably a dog that probably got lost and they started a group or something like that. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm guessing. I don't they know. Start America's Most Wanted for Dogs. Dog. So that was one. They have it's a huge group, and there's a bunch of different Facebook groups for lost dogs on on Facebook. Another thing I found out is that the Fourth of July has the most lost dogs of any day of the year because Makes of the sense. fireworks and shit right. like that. Another thing I learned is that there are there are more people who post about finding dogs versus actually people posting about lost dogs. Huh? White people. They just take in fucking dogs. Like it was like I saw I saw maybe five to ten posts of people who had found dogs in the last two days of that of that time period who just had dogs and were just keeping them until the owner fucking they found the owner and shit. Hmm. That was crazy shit. So I wake up like six thirty seven. I'm about to head to work, so I start doing lost dogs and sure as shit, I see the person who posted a picture of our dog and shit. Now she took a picture. She took a screenshot of another group. She was posting in a group that was that I can view, and she took a screenshot of another group that I couldn't view. Mm-hmm. So I messaged the woman, and I so I'm telling my wife she's all happy and shit's cool. So I messaged the woman who uh, took the the screenshot, and I messaged the person who had uh, actually found the dog. Then I had to like join both groups. So I'm like, because the people wasn't responding, and I'm like, I guess if I know for me, I don't see alerts from people who send me messages that I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, ass- I'm assuming the same thing that maybe they're not seeing them. So I'm like, maybe if I comment on the post, it gets a notification. Long story short, the lady's husband ended up bringing the dog back around sometime in the afternoon and shit. So we kind of just lucked up. So how, happened, far away were, how far away were they? They were in Garden City. No, no, no way. So the dog, was, the dog wasn't found in Garden City. They oh. just lived in Garden City. I'm like, dog! <laughs> What happened was uh, they had found him. So you, so you, you see, you know what Ann Arbor Trail is, and you have that hill that goes down. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he went down that hill and was walking on Hines Drive, and someone found him at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Damn. I'm like, I didn't think he'd even go that far because his legs is bad. But I'm right. thinking just the fireworks had adrenaline popping or whatever the fuck. So we got him back and that was cool. So, you know, shout out to people just taking dogs and shit. Uh, Man. So that was Thursday. And then Friday I had to work, got the dog back cool. Saturday, we ended up getting a bunch of appliances, new appliances delivered and shit. So I'm installing all this bullshit. And I see why people pay to get shit installed. <laughs> I was doing this shit all fucking day. And it wasn't even that the installation shit was hard. It was that I was missing parts. I had to go to Home Depot and fucking loads and all this crazy shit. Fucking nuts. So, 
put in a new dishwasher, put in a new microwave, put in a stove. Uh, stove. And I'm like, bet. It's like 6, 7 o'clock. I'm fucking tired as fuck. I come out in the garage, light a cigar, pour me a tall-ass drink. I'm about to watch TV for the rest of the night. 9 o'clock, the power goes out. <laughs> and I'm like, it had blinked out earlier, but then came back on. And I'm like, cool, it come on in a minute. Hour later, <laughs> shit was gone. Man, I was so mad. I sat in the car drinking and smoking to my phone charge and then went to sleep. Well, one in the house was asleep. And I probably didn't come back on until like 2 o'clock, 1 or 2 o'clock the next day. In Fuck the afternoon? It. Yeah. Oh, wow. Luckily, excuse me. Luckily, it was actually cool that night, so we was able to. Because that shit would happen Friday night. I wasn't staying here. <laughs> it was hot as fuck Friday night. Right. So, yeah, a, 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 a stressful weekend of adulting and adulting and power outages and shit. And every time the power girl, I always think, man, I should get a fucking generator. And then I never get one. But then as soon as I buy a generator, I kid you not, the power is probably not going to go out ever and shit. Because that's just how shit happens. So... That was my weekend. You want to wait for the weekend. How was yours? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so, you were sick, right? Because we didn't record last week. Yeah, so... Um, oh, boy. My weekend was... <laughs> yeah. It was a thing. Um, so, we had plans... Okay. Get comfortable. Yeah. I got a story. I'm comfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. Get comfortable because I got a story. Um. So we had a um a trip planned up north for just kind of just like you know getaway, chill out and shit, right? Um, this trip was planned because my wife entered a uh, like a vacation giveaway contest at Great Lakes Crossing. One of the things were like you sign up. You know, you fill out the little thing or whatever. It's, hey, you can win a vacation. So they said, yeah, you, you won you won the vacation or whatever. Um, uh, you pay $100 for, I don't know, whatever the fuck. Say taxes and fees or whatever. And, and you know, you can go on this little, this little trip and shit, right? We never, she never actually got it popping off, right? And you had a year to do it. So year goes by. And they're like, yo, you had this, you know, uh, you coming up on a year for your shit to expire. Um, you trying to make this, you know, this little trip happen or whatever. And she was like, yeah, it's about to expire. I don't know when we're going to be able to go. Uh, you know, fuck it. And they were like, well, if you pay extra $20, we extend it another year. So she was like, fuck it. Pay the $20, extend it another year. Damn near another year go by. <laughs> and now it's like, yo, we need to plan this shit. So um, the... The idea was you would go to, um, there is a timeshare resort in Boyne Falls, Michigan, which is north as fuck. Like, not to the Upper Peninsula, but really fucking north. And they got, like, a timeshare resort there. Um, and you go, you, like, generally for, like, timeshare shit, what do you do, right? You, you go to the shit. You got to sit through a fucking presentation. They try to sell you on a timeshare, and that's that. So I'm thinking, so when she told me about it, I'm thinking, okay, so we're going to stay at this timeshare resort in Boyne Falls. Uh, We got to sit through one of these timeshare presentations. They're going to try to sell us hard as fuck. 
on buying into the timeshare. And that's that. So she called up there to find out if um, we can get a room with like a, a kitchenette or something like that. So she could cook food or uh, or if we can get like an extra bed to to have the had a you know baby sleep in or whatever. And they're like, yeah, no, you're actually not staying here. You're staying at a day's end in Petoskey, like 10 miles away. And she told me this three or four days before we were supposed to go. And I'm like, what kind of ho-ass shit is that where I got to sit through a presentation where you sell me on a timeshare that I ain't even stayed at. That I ain't even stayed at. off as hell. And you put me up at a day's end? What's a day's the, in, nigga? That's, that's like, not even a selling point. Right. Like, what? why Why would I buy into it? Like, the, I don't even the, know what the shit the like. The selling point is you be at the place where you're supposed to be at. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of dumb shit is this? But I'm like, you know what, man? We've already planned this shit. I've already got the time off work. We already mentally prepped and physically prepped for a weekend up north. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. We can do it. And then when it's time to do the time stamp presentation, I'm going to tell them they can suck my dick. Like, <laughs> like yo, don't fucking... Tell me to try to sell me on this timeshare and put me in a fucking day's end, dog. Like, that's what really fucked me up is that it was a day's end. Like, you could, like, okay, if I, even if I'm not staying at your resort, put me somewhere like, decent, like dog. I, well, like, like, when we did it, and we did it in October, no, uh, Orlando last year, we were on the actual property. Now, granted, we wasn't in the same level of places that they had it in, yeah. but we were at least at the same facility. Right. Like on the same property and shit. Right. I'm like, man, it's some bullshit, dog. So I'm like, man, in my head, I'm like, you know, fuck this trip, but whatever, man. Like, it's a weekend somewhere else. You know, it's a hotel. I'll bring my cigars. I'll make the best of it. Fuck it. So I pull up pictures of the days in. They got an indoor pool. Indoor pool look dope. Like, it looks like, you know, it's pretty spacious or whatever. And, you know, I, I'm black, so I don't know how to swim, but I'm like, you know, whatever, fuck it, I don't care Like, you know, if 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 the family gonna enjoy it, fuck it I'll let them enjoy it And I'll get my cigars in where I can get my cigars in It is what it is, whatever So, um, I was scheduled to work on that week Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday Thursday was the 4th I took Friday the 5th off work And then we would be there Saturday too And then we'll leave on Sunday Wednesday, Thursday night I mean, Tuesday night, I was feeling kind of shitty and then Wednesday night, I woke up and I felt like, like death. Like, oh my god! Like, I I, t- I was telling people at work, like, well, not people, but my my fellow fellow leaders. I was like, you know, y'all know I don't ever call off, like ever. Like, even if I'm sick, I might not call off. I'll just work from home. Like, so if I called off, y'all know I was fucked up. Like, and it wasn't even when on the rare occasions where I call off, I think about it. Like, I might get up, say I get up at 6, 630 and I don't feel good. I will, I will like think about it hard as hell. Like, okay, so what meetings do I have today? Like, what, what shit I got going on? Who is it going to fuck up if I don't come in today? And nine times out of 10, I either go into work or I work from home. I woke up Wednesday morning. At 6.30 And at 6.45 I said fuck this I ain't going to work Like I, this ain't happening So I called off And I'm like yeah, I ain't coming in Like I'm sorry y'all But I can't do it And I spent From So say Tuesday night I probably went to bed at I don't know We'll say 11 I don't remember what time it was 
between that time and uh, we'll say 11.59 Wednesday night, so we'll just say over that 24-hour period, I was probably awake for like three hours. I was on medication, medication and just like out of it for the entirety of Wednesday, the entirety of it. Like Wednesday didn't even happen. Like I went from Tuesday to Thursday. And Thursday I woke up and I felt, I didn't feel good, but I felt way better. So I was like, we could still, we could still go up north for the trip. Cause my wife was like, you know, I thought like how you was feeling Wednesday that we wouldn't go on. We were just going to cancel the trip. And I'm like, no, you know, I feel, I feel straight. You know, it's a four hour drive. I can handle it. You know, I feel all right. You know, I'm not great, but you know, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we still went up there. So we go up there, we get the, we go and you have to check in at the place we wasn't staying at. At the timeshare. So I got to pull up to this motherfucker. It's looking nice. It's got like ski slopes. Obviously, obviously there's no snow. But it's like mad hills. Like outdoor pool shit. Outdoor playscapes. Nice looking fucking resort shit. And I got to tell my son like, yeah, we ain't staying here, man. We staying at a fucking day's end, bro. Like, <laughs> like That seems so crazy they would do that, dude. Man, I, I was mad as fuck. But I'm like, whatever, man. So we go check in. We go to day's end. The days in, like, look at the pictures. I was, like I said, the indoor pool looked dope. I was, and it had pictures of um, rooms that had balconies. And the balconies faced the water. Because in, in Petoskey, Petoskey's right off of, like, um, I think it's like like a, 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 a small, like, inlet river or whatever that leads into, like, Lake Michigan. So it's like, you got, like, great views and shit. So... I'm like, you know what? I'll make the best of this shit, man. Like, I don't really fucking go here, but they can go fuck with the pool. I can go fuck with the balcony. You know, get my smokes in, whatever. You know, I'll try to make the best of that shit. We get up there, they're like, yeah, we booked. We ain't got no balcony rooms. I'm like, you bitch-ass niggas, dog. <laughs> I was so mad, dog. I'm like, man, the, like this weekend is already shaping up to not be for me. So Thursday, Thursday we get there. We go to Days End, shit whack. I go to so we this this to me a lot of shit happened that weekend but the wildest part of that weekend was we go to the days in right we check in we move, we drive around to the uh, the entrance that's closest to our our room and we go in and they're like yo the elevator is you know you going through that this back door by where you park at and the elevator you is to the left we go and there's a door. A door like a like a door like you would enter in to go into any building on earth, a regular fucking door, and it said elevator. I said the fuck? A door? Elevator. You open the door and it has like a sliding door that you move to go into the elevator, which is the size of like a fucking urinal. Not a urinal, like a stall in a bathroom. The the most prehistoric shit. It's like you have to close both doors. And then you push the floor you want to go to. And I only got two floors. You push two. You got to close both doors. And then it goes to the second floor. You got to open both doors. It's the shit. oldest shit ever, dog. And, and when I went to Europe, those kinds of elevators were f- kind of prevalent. Yeah. But they ain't prevalent here. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this what kind of old prehistoric shit is this? So we take this dusty ass elevator up to the second floor, and I, I I did not take the elevator again after that for the rest of the weekend because I'm like, our room was right by the stairs, and the stairs were right by the car. So I'm like, I just take the stairs down. It's one flight, whatever. So hotel room whack, whatever. It's it's a it's a days in. It's exactly what you expect of a days in fucking hotel room. 
we kind of we chilled out for most of the day, and then there was supposed to be this big fireworks display uh, at nighttime, and I didn't want to go to the shit because for two reasons: one, that whole weekend was hot and humid, which is not for me. I don't want to go outside when it's hot and humid. Period. Like I, and that is known. It's like my wife's like, "Oh, uh, you're outside in the heat. Like, why are you?" Uh, upset like no you know I'm upset because I don't want to be in this shit I'd rather be in the air conditioning so I'm like I don't really want to go to this fireworks shit but if y'all want to do it we can go and there was like a, a elevated ass parking lot that was on a big ass hill across the street from the hotel and the concierge was like you could see the whole you could see the fireworks from there so we just drove across the street and we drove across the street because I was like, y'all can stand outside and watch the fireworks. I'm going to sit in the air-conditioned-ass car and y'all watch the fireworks. Because to me, to me, fireworks is dumb. Like, I don't, I'm not going to slander anybody who likes fireworks like them. But to me, fireworks are dumb, so I don't care. Um, and my daughter was acting up enough to where I had to get out the car. Now I'm holding her, standing, waiting for these fireworks to start. The bitches ain't start for like 30, 45 minutes late. The shit was mediocre as fuck. I'm like, oh my god, dog! Like this trip is like fucking trash, man. So we go back, and it's like you know, eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, and they had a deck outside the front of the hotel with like you know chairs set up. Think of like um, Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. How they got like that deck outside with the rocking chairs and shit. It was kind of like that, but without rocking chairs. So I went out there, and I you know I got my smokes in. I watched some UFC shit. And I chilled. That was my enjoyable time. That two, three hour period where I was sitting outside smoking from like 11 to 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. And then Friday, she was like, I want to go to the to, to the water park. And I'm like, okay, so I don't swim. I don't care about water parks. So I don't want to do, I don't want to go to that. But whatever. Y'all want to go to the indoor, it's an indoor water park. Oh, okay. Like, y'all want to go to the indoor water park? Fine, whatever. So we go. Again, me just trying to make the best of it. Like, I'm not trying to be shitty. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. Like, not trying to be negative. I'm just like, yeah, we can go. Whatever. About mm, five minutes away from the destination, I realized, I was like, wait, if it's an indoor water park, the temperature is probably set to be operational during winter, too. So it's probably going to be hot in that bitch. Sure enough. That bitch was a goddamn sauna. Are you serious? Dog, and I'm sitting this bitch fucking miserable, dog. Like, man, it's the worst shit ever, dog. Weather-wise. Oh, my God, man. It was so fucking humid and hot in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the worst. And they had a bar in there that was air-conditioned. I'm like, I'm about to roll up in this bitch. But I had to take the baby because the baby too young to fucking play in the water park. Uh, So I took the baby in there in a stroller. Of course, she started cutting up after a little bit of time. I'm like, fuck, now I got to leave up out of here. And it was just fucking, it was a fucking miserable fucking time for me. And then same deal. Friday night, 10, 10 o'clock after the kids went to sleep, I went back to the deck, had my cigars, chilled out, watched some UFC shit, prepping for the UFC. So you didn't have a deck, so where were you smoking at? Huh? You didn't have an actual deck on your room. No, there's a deck on the on the building. Oh, okay. So, okay, like, okay. if you go out the lobby, there was, like, a deck that kind of wrapped uh, around, like, okay. half the building. And had a bunch of chairs out there, just like, like Cracker Barrel. Like, you can just sit out there and add chairs and shit. Oh, uh, okay. So, I went out there, and I watched some UFC shit and just smoked and drank, and that was my time. And then, repeat on Saturday. I spent... I don't even remember what we did Saturday, but I spent Saturday fucking miserable for most of the day. Outside in the heat, like, fuck this. And then 
The only thing that was different was that I wrapped it up earlier because I was like, okay, tonight's the pay-per-view, so um, this is, is going to be my time. So, like, we... <laughs> We the I wanted to watch at least the prelims, which started at eight, and the main car started at ten. So we got back right at eight. I, you know, got the kids together, you know, as best I could, and then um, I went outside on the deck again to watch just the prelims. So all I did, I, I smoked one cigar. We were talking about like eight thirty to ten. I smoked one cigar had my drinks, whatever, came back in at 10 because I knew my wife would want to watch the pay-per-view. Oh. So we queued up the pay-per-view and we watched that. That was cool. And then um, I watched the pay-per-view and then I watched... They got, I started to watch that uh, the Mike Epps um, special that's on Netflix right now. Um, I don't think I watched the whole thing. I probably only made it through like maybe half, a little bit past half before I pa- passed out. But um, yeah, that was pretty much the weekend. Dog. Like, How was the actual meeting? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so that shit was Friday morning. That was another thing that pissed me off. Oh, I, so I'm like, if it was anything like the one I went to when I, when I went last year, I could just imagine. So the meeting, the meeting itself pissed me off while I was there, but not that much. What pissed me off about the meeting was two things. One, we were there with three kids, right? So I'm like, why? I don't want to take all three kids to this fucking timeshare thing. I'm like, can we either have one of us go and then the other stays back with the kids? Or can can we go at two separate times? Like, you go and I stay with the kids and then I go so that way we're both represented. And they were like, no, both of y'all got to come at the same time. You can bring the kids. It's fine. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, y'all are making this shit fucking miserable, dog. And then we go up there, and uh, what was the other thing? Um, oh, it was early as fuck. That's what pissed me off. Be like, you got to be here by nine o'clock. Nine? Like, bro, I'm like on vacation, like on quote unquote vacation. Like, I'm out of town. You, everybody here, everybody who's here is on vacation. So, like, I gotta like watch what time I got to bed so I can come. Listen, you sell me on a fucking timeshare at nine o'clock in the morning, like, and this shit was like a fifteen minute drive, dog. I'm like, man, so I gotta get up at eight o'clock in the morning on a Friday and go to this fucking presentation and shit, and get all the kids ready and all that. Right, and I'm like, man, this is such fucking bullshit, dog. I was so mad, and we got there, and they started by at, like asking questions, like about how we vacation and shit like that. Oh yeah, typical shit. Yeah, and I can't remember one of the questions, but like one of the questions segued into why we were irritated. Not why we were irritated, but like it's it gave us the opportunity to talk about what irritated us. I didn't even have to go. My wife was like, "Yo, I, we didn't like the fact that we had, <laughs> we had to stay at the Days Inn." And she mentioned all the shit that I would have said, and they were saying like, "Yeah, you know, we don't. We just kind of like deal with the uh, marketing. No, we just deal with like." The timeshare piece, but like the marketing share, like on on how they sell you on getting to come here, like we don't really interact with that or whatever. So like we don't know what they did, but like you can give the feedback, you know, like hey, that wasn't cool, whatever. But you know that ain't really got nothing to do with us. They ain't say like that ain't got nothing to do with us, but you know that was the idea they conveyed. Like, I'm sure everybody says that they just pawned it off on some people that they just not even there. Like okay, probably it's not them and shit. Yeah, probably. And I was like, that's fine. Like I ain't gonna, uh, like even if I don't hang it up on y'all. I'm still like 
steal your company. Yeah, it's the, it, one. Yeah, it's like I like I still wouldn't do business with y'all because y'all do business shady. And they showed us like this map, like where it was like they, well, they drew like a map, like okay, this is the property grounds, and this is the amount of space that we have for letting people stay here that don't actually have, uh, you know, interest in the property, interest in the the literal sense, not interest like intrigue. And it was like a small square that probably made up like one fiftieth of the overall property size, like really, really small. And my daughter was doing the most older daughter was doing the most. My son was just on his iPad. He was chilling, whatever the baby was kind of cool, whatever. But, um, yeah, it was just like, it was irritating. They asked a bunch of questions or whatever. And then when it came time to like try to get us to commit to it, um, the experts that they are, they had an answer for every rebuttal. Oh yeah. And they started with like, yeah, no, no pressure. Like if you don't want to do it, if it's not for you, it's not for you, whatever. But like, Every every rebuttal that we had, they had an answer for it. So eventually, I got irritated because I'm like, okay, well, I already said no like eight times, and like you said it wasn't no pressure, but I said no like eight times, and but, you but still here. You still applying the pressure. Though. You still applying applying the pressure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was an irritating ass experience, man. Like, how many separate people did they send to you before you finally ended it? They only had the two, but. Um, they tried to pull the classic sales move of like, oh, you can't afford this piece of it. Let me go talk to so-and-so and I'll see what I can work out. Yeah. Or, oh, you had this bad experience. Let me go talk to so-and-so and I'll see what we can. Well, how about this? And it's some shit that's like a fraction of the price and then you get these kind of things, but we can reserve this for you. Like basically like altering the deal to whatever degree will make us say, okay, we'll do it. And then by that point, I was like, okay, well, I'm just, I, I was like, it's just a no. Like, I'm not going to do it. And dude was kind of like, so you just came in was just like, you weren't going to say it. You were, you were going to say no, no matter what. I was like, no, I didn't come in that way, but that's how I feel now. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. And at the end of the day, like, we got to tack on another G for daycare in two weeks. Like. I'm not about to commit to buying into a timeshare, especially a timeshare that's going to put us up in a day's end. Suck my dick. I'm not going. So, I mean, that was, I mean, that was the end of it. So, yeah, it, it was not a good experience. <laughs> it's funny. was My wife was like, yeah, that, that, that wasn't too bad, was it? Like, not talking about the presentation, but the weekend as a whole. And I'm like, in my head, like, for you, it wasn't that bad. But for me, I spent a whole lot of time doing shit that makes me miserable for for the interest of you and the kids and like yeah, y'all yeah for y'all it was probably pretty straight I mean, at the end of the day, you like know, for me like, it was it was shitty like it was shitty and but that's like a no-win situation man it's like it's like you want the fan to have a good time at the same time it's if it's things that you're not really interested in it's kind of like yeah I'm just suffering for the for the team yeah and i felt like that wasn't really taken into account like i feel like if I if I had something I wanted to do that I know that my wife hated and she went along with it anyway, I'd be appreciative of it. Like, man, thanks for, you know, coming to this. Like, I know you hate this, but it's some shit that I enjoy, so I'm glad you came. But like I felt like <laughs> I was like I like I was wrong for not liking this shit. And I'm like, like, look, you had a good time. And like for me, I felt like the good guy. Like, you know, we did shit that you know I hate every day. And I dealt with it. I went, like, and I didn't complain. Like, 
But if you want, if you ask me how I feel about it, I'm be like, well, yeah, that shit was fuck, this shit was whack to me. But I mean, hey, if y'all had a good time, that's what we was here for. Like, and I did all that shit, everything from going on a trip in the first place to dealing with each day. It was all shit that I knew up front I wasn't gonna fuck with. And even then, I went in with an open mind, like, okay, well, I'll go. You know, you know, they have a good time. They have a good time. Whatever. Like, so I looked at it as like. I sacrificed my comfort to make sure that my family had a good time, but I still felt like I like like I was maligned for not also having a good time. And I'm like, man, like it's it's well documented. This is none of this is shit that makes me happy. Like everybody outside of my wife, anybody who follows me on Facebook knows what pisses me off. <laughs> like, and I did a whole bunch of shit I didn't like. Just to get two to three hours from about 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. to enjoy <laughs> to enjoy myself, I can enjoy myself from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. at home. <laughs> like I don't need to do that at a day's end. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I had some good smokes, man. I had some good, um, you know, like social media interactions talking about UFC. The pay per view was dope. You know, I had a good time watching the UFC pay-per-view, you know, so that shit was cool. But none of that was anything that I could have got, that I couldn't have got at home. Yeah. Could have done that at home. Well, so I guess at least the kids had a good time, so. Right, and that's fine. Like, right. the kids had a good time. My wife had a good time. Cool. So, uh, but for me, mm, no, no, the weekend was a hard no. <laughs> Not enjoyable. <laughs> Look at that, a hard no. But like yeah. I said, I, I, I consistently will... Uh, do things that I don't enjoy so I can be present for things that my family enjoys. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that's a big sacrifice. Like, I could be a dick about it and be like, fuck that, y'all go. But, you know, it's like, if you want me there, I'll go, even though there's not some shit I would fuck with. But, yeah, I mean, that was that to me, that was my weekend, was me sacrificing my enjoyment for their enjoyment and then getting my enjoyment in after everybody was asleep. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost kind of pulled into something similar to that this upcoming weekend because my uh, my sister wants us to watch my nephews because they're going somewhere. The, the caveat or the issue is is that my youngest nephew is allergic to the dog, so he can't come over here. So our solution was to go to one of the embassy suites where they got a pool and all that shit. And mm-hmm. I take my nephews and I get my other nephew and then we just do this whole Saturday at the pool and all that shit. Not necessarily, you know, what I wanted to do for the weekend, but, you know, again, it's one of those, like, sacrificing so they can have a good time and shit. Then my wife is like, well, maybe you can take your oldest nephew over because it's across from Dave and Buster's over, like, 275. She's like, well, maybe y'all can go there. I'm thinking, like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like... But it's either that or stay back with my two younger nephews. So I'm like, and I wanted to go some, yeah. So I, I had things I really wanted to do Saturday that didn't include being around kids all day. But yeah, so I was just like, oh, okay, I'll do that, I guess. So, um, oh, Tony sent me a a message earlier, and I didn't get to uh, read the link, but basically the the, the subtitle was is an article. U.S. Customs just seized a ship owned by J.P. Morgan after authorities found $1 billion worth of drugs on it. Nice. <laughs> so all this time it's been the big companies bringing in drugs? 
Could you imagine, like, if that comes out that all these big companies been shipping in drugs all these all these many years and shit? <laughs> like that just reminds that just takes me back to season was that season two of uh the wire of uh, the wire. <laughs> So I'm a uh, one episode out from the uh, from Oz finishing that, and it's actually been a chore this last season. I'm kind of really yeah, because huh. it just you, you haven't watched Oz right? No. So it just it just changed so much. It just became it was kind of like the same thing with the uh, with the Sopranos to me. Like the last season of Sopranos was kind of like I just felt like I was watching just to finish. It just had like lulls that I really wasn't interested in. And I don't, and I don't know, I don't know too many people who's who's finished uh, Oz to even make a comparison, but and I think it's just my, me and my attention span too. So it's be a lot of factors, but I think that I think that back then, um, at the beginning of the golden age of television, that HBO was probably realizing what they had and stringing it out longer than they should have just due to like inexperience of having shit like that yeah like right now HBO is is a seasoned network of that puts on shows that um are exemplary and they go this show is gonna be an eight episode season and we will shoot for three seasons and that's it whereas like I bet with the Sopranos, they were probably like, okay, let's get this show popping. It got super popular, and they were like, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And then it wore out its welcome, which is probably what happened with Oz. I think that's I don't think HBO shows don't do that no more. No, but I think, too, you're right. I I think that is definitely a a great observation about it. I think binge-watching has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, you're seeing so much at the same time and shit. So, I think if I was if I was watching Oz during this time, it may not have felt that way because you you know you're you're hype, you're looking forward to every Sunday or whatever the fuck that day came or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I got one episode left and I'm done with that. And I'm trying to figure out my next show. Uh, did you watch Snowfall? Mm-mm. So I hear I want to, but I haven't. Yeah, so. Season three of Snowfall has just started, or it's supposed to start. And I haven't watched. I started the first episode of Snowfall, season one, and then I stopped watching. And it wasn't even that I was bored. I just got distracted by some shit. And then I said, oh, I'll catch up some point in life. And three seasons later, (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't uh, caught up with it. So I may start that. But I think I might take a break for series for a while. Like, this has been six seasons of Ah, so... That shit's been occupying damn near all my free nights and shit. Yeah. So I might be done for a little while. Then I might jump into something. I don't know what. I've been on um, Big Little Lies HBO show and uh, Euphoria HBO show. I hear Euphoria is pretty fucking dope. You probably heard it from me. Euphoria is pretty fucking dope. (laughs) Um, I've seen a lot of Twitter reactions to Euphoria. Other than, um, I mean, you've told me it was pretty cool as well. I've seen a lot of online reactions about it, and so um, it's crazy. Yeah, like I, I've seen people commenting on just the cinematography of it, just a lot of stuff. They say it's pretty fucking dope. It is. It's super. It's super. It's super great to watch visually. It's 
it's like the movie Kids from the 90s where it's like you got young folks just doing wild shit. But I think the thing that makes it unique is that it's not like, oh, we got young folks doing crazy shit, but it feels real, like how things are right now. And like you mentioned, the cinematography, it makes it feel... It feels more relatable in the sense of like, this is what it would feel like to be like high off of whatever the fuck they're doing. (laughs) And then it gives you more of a more of an insight into what it's like to be a teenager today, because like being a teenager today got to be nuts. Like it's got to be crazy. And just like the, the shit that each individual character deals with, it's like it's all their stories are super interesting. Um, Zendaya is fucking killing it, dog. Like, yeah, man. All, all I hear is her doing real good. She's doing so good. And you talking about like a chick that's known for like Disney shit? Like, for her to be doing this show, it's not like she's out here like sucking dick on TV and shit like that. It's not like that crazy, but like, just her, her, her acting, it has been, it's, it's been nuts. Like, she had some scenes in not the last episode, but the one before that. Where it's like, man, she she brought her a game. Like, so it, it's been it's been really enjoyable to watch. Like, just looking at it, just seeing how each character's stories are going, and and it, it's it's very very modern. And you can have a show that's like kids, where it's like, oh, it's just kids doing crazy shit. But like, it's it has shit that you couldn't have really... It has topics that you couldn't have really touched on back then. Like, you got a character that's trans. Um, you got... Um, well, for one, you got a, a female star. Like, a lot of that shit... You know, a lot of times you see people strung out on shit. It's usually dudes. Like, there's a lot of... Like, a lot of the main characters are women. And dealing with, like, the idea of the perception of you as a woman doing kind of... Doing drugs or doing sex shit like it 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 brings up it touches on a lot of current day uh teenager type topics and it it's it's super interesting it's super uh crazy visual to watch like the visuals are dope um and it is gratuitous though like it, it is over the top like Man, I ain't never seen so many dicks on TV in my life, dog. <laughs> like, man, there's a lot of dicks. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, when I when I would listen to like a lot of my Game of Thrones podcasts, they're like, "Man, there's so much gratuitous nudity, nudity on this show, and lots of people fucking and shit." There's not a lot of dicks on this show. Like, yeah, I mean, you see like two dicks in the history of like Game of Thrones, and it's almost like HBO is like, "Oh, we Game of Thrones didn't give you enough dicks." <laughs> We'll make that happen for you. <laughs> and Euphoria is like, here's dicks on dicks on dicks on dicks. And that's HBO? <laughs> yeah. Shit, they, they definitely showed a lot of fucking eyes. Like, every time they send somebody to solitary, they're throwing me in a butt-ass neck, and then they turn around, just dick just randomly out. Okay, so like, it's not new to HBO you know, to be not showing new to dicks. HBO, yeah, because they've been, they've, been, they've, been, they've been in this dick game for a while. <laughs> 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 but I was just like, oh, so. But from from what I heard about that episode, yeah, they were in plenty in plentyful. So that's funny. But yeah, that might be the actual next one I check out. Then it was what five, four episodes of Euphoria. It's been four so far. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, 
It's a great show. I really enjoy it. It's my, my favorite thing. Like, I love the... I can't wait to see it. Like, it's my favorite. That's Sundays, right? Yeah. Okay. It's my favorite show to watch, man. I look. I really look forward to it. Like, man, I can't wait to see what happens with these characters. Um, I can't wait... I, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's like, so intriguing. Those are, like, good, you know, qualities of shows. Like, you know, you're looking forward to, like, certain characters and what's going to happen with them, development, all that stuff, stuff. You know, that's always great quality of shows and shit. Like, when I was... Watching uh, Chernobyl, I was so intrigued of like what's going to happen next and and what's going to happen to certain people and and granted that was a based on a real story and it's history that shows what happened. Like I didn't even want to, and I mentioned before, I didn't even want to do any googling about the 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 process and shit. Like I would just wanted to find out from there from the show and shit, like how the shit turn out and all that. So. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, uh, like Game of Thrones for me. Like I could have found out, like through a certain point, I could have found out what was happening. But I'm like, I'd rather have the show tell me because I'm I'm invested in the show at this point. Right. So like, yeah, it, it's that was cool about Chernobyl, and and I kind of compare it to like Titanic because people looked at the movie Titanic, and one of the popular things that people would say is like, what? Are, well, I can't say people. One of the popular things that niggas would say, because n- niggas don't have no fucking respect for culture and shit like that. It'd be like, yeah, uh, I already know what happens. Why would I watch it? The boat sinks. Like, it's not about the boat sinking. Like, Titanic isn't about the boat sinking. Titanic is about the relationship between DiCaprio's character and Kate Winslet's character. And them building that relationship, how that plays out, and how it plays out after the ship starts sinking. And the visuals and all that kind of shit, like making you feel like this was this must be give you the best idea of what it would have felt like to be on that boat, and like that's what Titanic was about. It's not like why would I watch this movie? I know the boat sinks. Like if you only watch movies to see what happens at the end, like the you, the movies ain't for you. And you're not gonna just be, play Connect Four, right, nigga. And like you're you, not gonna watch anything <laughs> based on history because it's already been done. We know the. The end result of all this shit, you know what I'm saying? So you watch if you go into trying to watch Malcolm X, like I know he got fucking shot, right? Like, that's not the point. That's not like, the point of the fucking movie. The point is not, yeah, exactly. The point is <laughs> not to see what happens to Malcolm X. Like the point is to talk about his life and right, see what he dealt right, with, right. and yeah, yeah that's funny because I remember the first time I seen uh, Titanic, and I think I only watched it twice. I think it wasn't that I know the boat fucking sinks. Like what the fuck? It was like you know, I think anybody who's into movies. Don't have that opinion, you know what I'm saying? Or in the storylines and shit like that, aren't thinking like that and shit. Like I know what fucking happens at the end, like right? Yeah, like it's not about that. It's about how you get there. And Titanic, Titanic managed to find a way to make it so that you take a story where you know that everybody hops on this boat that is supposed to be indestructible, that you know sinks at the end, and it finds a way to to make. To make a story out of it. And like the story isn't necessarily like it's not like uh, Jack and Rose were based on real characters. It's like we're going to tell you a story of two people who fall in love on this boat and how their relationship plays out in a disaster where they the boat ultimately ends up sinking. So if your idea is like I already know the boat sinks, then you are the shit ain't for you. Go fucking watch Mama's Family. I don't know what the fuck. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> two two seven. Go watch two two seven. Like something where you don't know what's gonna happen. Like it's not for you. It's not you are not 
intellectually built for this. So go watch something simpler. Like, Titanic was a great movie, and it always irks me when people be like, oh, the boat sinks. I already know what happens. Like, oh, you thought that was clever, didn't you? Cause that, that's how I was always say Like, well, I already know what happens. The boat sinks. Like, okay, so you think you fucking Chris Rock now? Like, you about to, you about to burn, the, you about to tear the building down with that fire ass joke? Like, no, nigga, you dumb. Like, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Euphoria. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's just a great show, man. So. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I'm, I, I, this, it's my favorite thing that I look forward to on Sundays. Like, and I, I like Big Little Lies a lot. Like, I think Big, Big Little Lies is dope. But I watch Big Little Lies like, oh, all right, I'm ready to see what happens here. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm ready for this shit to end so I can watch Euphoria. So <laughs> It comes on before? After. Oh. Which come on first, Big Little Lies? Mm-hmm. They're right, okay. Yeah, so... I watched Big Little Lies. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to this. Let's see what happens. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm ready for Euphoria. Like, if it was up to me, I'd probably, I mean, it is up to me to a degree. But, like, you know, I, I'd, I'd watch Euphoria first because I'm like, that's what I'm most looking forward to. So, yeah, it's dope. But I, I just think the HBO is just in a place where it's like they, 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 they got it down. Like, they know how to make great shows. They know how to have them be the proper episode links, the proper amount of episodes. The proper amount of seasons, like they don't drag shit on longer than it should be. They they they're in their they're in the mode right now. They're in the zone. Like HBO can do no wrong at this point. So anything HBO p- puts out, I'm like I'm ready. And they they got them Euphoria trailers popping during like the last two to three episodes of Game of Thrones because they knew, like yeah, everybody's gonna be watching Game of Thrones. Let's put this Euphoria shit out here. And even then, I was watching the trailer. I'm like, yo, this shit look dope. And maybe like two episodes out of out of Game of Thrones being over, I was like, HBO is pushing Euphoria to be like the yeah, shit was, that we start I watching. Totally, I was totally sold on Chernobyl after <coughs> Chernobyl two. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no, I was trying to smoke at the same time. And then you said that. Oh. It reminded me they did the same thing with Chernobyl. Yeah, I was totally like they sold. were they were selling us on Chernobyl during Game of Thrones. And I was like, okay, uh, I couldn't. This fucking, looked dope. I couldn't okay. fucking wait to watch it from watch from, from yeah. seeing the previews from uh, like, that. Shit looks dope. So they knew what they do. They know what they doing. So yeah, I, I'll definitely add that to once I. I'll probably I'll probably knock off uh, Oz tomorrow because uh, I'm ready to finish it. I'm ready to put it behind me now. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch that at some point, but so. we'll see. I'll probably take some time off work. Um, I don't know within the next couple months um, and just have that time to chill because like right now with my wife being off work with the baby um, time off isn't really time off it's like time off of work it's but it's not work. like it's not time off of life right, it, right it's not time <laughs> off to chill yeah. so my wife my wife and my uh, newborn uh, my wife's gonna go back to work in the newborn to daycare uh, next Monday the 22nd no the 23rd uh, which is Tuesday um, they're gonna go back so if I don't go to work I got the house to myself so so you're off that week I'm not off but I'm saying like if I chose to be off oh, okay. then I got a house to myself whereas right now while she's been on maternity leave if I call off you're well not right. call off but if I take time off yeah, yeah. then I'm not at home by myself I'm at home with my wife and a an infant so it's not not the same thing so 
No, I might take some time out. Um, one of my other favorite shows, Legion, uh, came back two, three weeks ago. I haven't watched a single episode. I'm so bad. I didn't watch most of the last season of Better Call Saul. Like I didn't either. I, I watched. I think I, it just ended. <laughs> like not just ended, but like that, what, February. Uh, probably. I mean, that's usually around when it starts. But like when the new season started, I watched the first. Two, maybe three episodes, and then I didn't. I did. I and then I. I just didn't have time anymore. Yeah, I don't even know what I left off at. With me either. What better call us all. I have no idea. Whenever, whenever I start, I'll, I'll start back from the first episode. Whenever I start back, but yeah, I, I that Legion, uh, Mister Robot's gonna come back at some point fairly soon. That's another one of my favorite shows. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to find time to watch those. So that's in the cards for me for sure. <laughs> Well, that's fair. Did you see that? Um, <laughs> did you see that fucking fight that happened at Disney World? Dog, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was trying to figure out what started it, but then I just so you got the real, the taller guy, and he's like firing on, firing on everybody, everybody, women, women, girls, children, everybody, and then you got the the other guy who's with the other couple, but he's not defending them really. And my man is just going back and forth, beating up on all the chicks. Like, what the fuck, dude? What what I found most interesting about that, like, I mean, shit. We live in a world where niggas gonna nig, dog. You gonna find you gonna find dudes beating up on women. Like, it's fucked up, but, but that's gonna happen. Like, and whatever he gets for that, he deserves. Whatever. But the thing that I found most interesting. Was that video, the full video, was like three, four minutes long Dude, I see of him like going back and forth? That's it. I'm like, it's security. Disney World. Like, they Disney. Everywhere. Right. I, I thought they like, would just be following black people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I was like, as soon as, as an altercation started, verbal altercation, I would think security was sweeping like, get the fuck out. I'm like, how was he allowed to prosper for like four minutes of beating on women? And they never actually really like, at least in the video, they didn't ever really kicked him out. Like, no, he never. I felt like he got choked up for like a minute, but then they let him go, and then he beat up another woman and then walked off. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was almost like my man had like mad white privilege or some shit. Like, I was like, how was he able to get get away with doing all this shit? And then he kept knocking that one big black lady down. And I was just like, that poor lady ain't going to be to get back up. <laughs> right. Oh, that shit was crazy, dude. Straight nuts, dude. Yeah, I, I, I was most blown away by the fact that, Security. to me, I feel like Disney World is like, you can walk around Disney World and feel like ain't nobody looking at you. But if you, like, whip your dick out to piss on a tree or some shit, gonna be security is swoop on you in 4.3 seconds. I was like, definitely shocked, like you said, at the, at the reaction time of security and police. Because that didn't happen until way later. Then he think, I think he still got up and fired on somebody. He did, and then he walked off. And they were following him, but I'm like, Man. what's following I'm going to do? Kick him out. I like, get him up out of there. never expect to see that when it involves black people. Like, I expect security and police do the absolute most. Like, that nigga lucky he ain't dead. Like, <laughs> like I, I was just shocked. Mickey Mouse he, just come out. Bah! <laughs> and then just run off into the woods and shit. Ha-ha! You dead now, nigga? Ha-ha! 
I was yeah, I was definitely shocked at that. I was just like, and then it was like he's a whole ass nigga. Why he fired on all these women though? <laughs> Getting choked by Mickey Mouse with them big ass gloves and shit. <laughs> big ass white gloves, choking them and shit. Chill out, nigga. Chill out. Huh? And what was crazy? I seen a, it was like, it, did you see the one part? Where he was walking with this chick, and I think she was with the other family. And then he found out she hit his mom, and then he just started firing on her. Oh, <laughs> bitch, you hit my mama. He's just beating the shit out of her. I'm like, why is this dude getting away with beating that? Like, how's he beating everybody up, dude? He's beating everybody up. And there was a guy with the other, I guess the other guy didn't want, the guy with the white shirt. I guess he didn't want no smoke. Because uh, him and my man started tussling at the beginning, and then it just. They squared uh, off, and then nothing happened, and he walked off with his stroller like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, he was an innocent bike. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not here for like this. Like, he wasn't with the party and shit. He was just like, oh, let me get my ass out of here. Yeah, this, this ain't for me. I just uh, came he here to ride the teacups. Yeah. Hey, he's a hoe-ass nigga, too. You supposed to defend your people. My man, people got knocked down three, four times. He's just like, I'm going to get this cart and get the fuck out of here with these babies. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm. That was a lot of. It was a. It was so much niggering going on in that whole situation. <laughs> like that was. That was just totally fucking, totally embarrassing. Man, I spent. I spent a lot of my childhood, and when I say childhood, I mean like up until, let's say sixth grade, getting in fights. Like I, I got picked on so much for being mixed in a black school, and I got mad fights. And I have not had a fight since. Like, I hit, uh, not sixth grade, seventh grade. I hit seventh grade, and I never had no, I had never had no beef after that. Like, never had a problem where I felt like I had to fight somebody, nothing. The shit chilled out after seventh grade. I had, I probably had more fights up to seventh grade than most people had in their lives. And then seventh grade, nothing. And I don't consider myself to be, like, the type of nigga that I'm, I'm going to be, like, running up on folks, like, you know, just... Starting shit, you know, it's being crazy or whatever. But like watching that Disney World shit, I'm like, why ain't nobody do nothing? I'm like, maybe it's because I watch too much MMA at this point. Like I watch too much MMA and I'm angry as fuck about life, like white people wilding out, killing black folks, and just like the state of the state of America. I'm just like constantly pissed off. But I'm watching this shit. I'm like, why ain't nobody run up on him? No. I mean, like he was a big dude. But, like, if I saw that nigga, if I, I can say with, like, a large degree of confidence that if I saw that nigga in Disney World beating up on women, I probably would have fired on that nigga. Like, I probably would have ran up and, like, threw a kick at, at that nigga's head, at, at, an elbow, at the, at the a headlock. Least, I'm interesting, like, dog, you got to chill, dude. And people, some people did come up kind of, like, trying to, like, gently break it up. But I feel like I'd have ran up and just, like, eviscerated that nigga, dog. Like, I'm about to unleash all the anger that I built up over the past 15 years. I'm going to unleash it on this nigga's face, dog. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know, man. I don't understand why ain't nobody do shit, dog. And he he was kind of a big dude, but nah, at the same time, while he's out here, like, slapping women and shit, you could at least nah, run up on him and put him in a headlock or something. Nah, <laughs> nigga, I run like my man did, my man, in five seconds. Nigga, I run out with a, a jumping fucking knee to the fucking head and shit. That's probably what happened. I'd probably ran up, like... Like I said, I, like I said, I watched too much MMA, dog. I got to ran up on him like John Jones and came with, like, an elbow... <laughs> Elbow to his ear and shit. <laughs> nah, he would have had to catch it, dog. You just ain't go sit around and just whoop on all these women and shit and nobody doing shit. Yeah, dog. man, that shit, like, I, I don't know, man. I just feel away watching that shit. I'm, I mean, granted, that, that's not unique to me. I don't think anybody likes seeing women get beat up. But, like, no, yeah, like watching sure. that shit, man, I just feel like, like man, I, I'd have probably ran up on that nigga, dog. Like, 
Nah, like something gotta go, happen with this dude. Like, here and just, you just, just be like, just up. nobody doing that. You just randomly firing on like every woman that you see and shit, and you just like just doing the most. And he was doing the most and like talking shit. Like he, there was a point where security like put him in a headlock and they let him go before he like. I, I thought they was gonna put him to sleep, and they let him go. And he was like, "Yo, I was gonna put your hands on my neck." Like, <laughs> like he got choked up and then like got up and talked more shit. I'm like, bro, put this nigga out. Like, put him to sleep and then let security come get him. Nah, he's he, he's supposed to go night night by somebody, and mm-hmm. it wasn't my man with the stroller because he was definitely out that bitch. I hope, I hope he had nightmares for the next thirty days. Watching him square up, watching him square up was sad. Like it looks so disappointing. Like this is this is this is just like what are y'all doing? <laughs> like y'all about to slap box? Like what is this bullshit? And they they slap box a little bit, and my man was like, "Yeah, this life ain't bo- this life ain't for me. I'm just gonna take the stroller. I'm gonna dip out." I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him piece up these women. I'm out. I'm I think out. Just let him piece up all the women in his life. Everyone. How you feel as a man if you just let this dude just piece up all the women in your life? Knocked her down. The the, the heavy. That woman. wasn't one of them. Like in a wheelchair, had a cane or some shit. No, no the, like the, the heavy woman. She had to probably had help to get up because she was wobbling around. She like yeah. a bitch well laying on the ground, flapping and shit, trying to get up and shit. Like dog, you just can't let the, you just can't let them do your ladies like that, dog. I couldn't imagine, man. I could not imagine a dude. Firing on, firing on my mom or firing on my sister or firing on my wife. Dog. Man. Yeah. Like, as a casual observer, if I'm just at Disney World, I'm just seeing a dude put his hands on women like that, I'm probably stepping in. And I'm probably, I'm not even stepping in like, hey, 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 break it up. I'm coming in like fist and knees and feet flying. Like, he just need to be knocked, like, he just need to be knocked out. Like, he just like if to, that's your people, bro. He like needs to be man, not moving. Like, like where are you from that you allow somebody to piece up your people like that, man? Like man, nah, he he should be catching it forever for that shit. Rightfully so. Like dog, man, can't I can't let, even imagine, dog. You like can't I let said, people just do your people, yo, ladies. Like they, they, I said, I'm not man. I'm not even out here like trying to start shit with people. Like I'm trying to just throw hands. Like I'm just an angry ass dude. I'm just like, yeah, I want to fight with everybody, but at the same time, man, I'm like. I think a, a large part of it is the fact that I have, like, I have so much anger built up over, like, just the state of this country over the course of the past 10 years. There's, like, I got, like, so much pent-up rage, and part of it makes me feel like I shouldn't even do nothing because I feel like I take it too far. Like, I like almost, like, go into, like, a blind rage and do some shit that's, like, way more than, way more than the situation warrants. <laughs> Like, like, dude, like yo, just push a nigga in the like, throat. Like, sir, his, his, <laughs> his eye is out of his socket. What right, and then you ripped it out and just threw it somewhere. Like, yo, <laughs> incredible Hulk-ass nigga, sit down, dog. Yeah, that's, that was some wild shit. I, I, I'm just shocked that my man just let dude just piece up all the women in his, in, on his trip. Yo, like, another example of that shit. Did you see the one video where the um, it was like a white dude and he had like a, a black teenager and he's like, Dude, so like, I meant to watch like in a that. playground or some shit. I meant to watch that, but part of me didn't want to watch it because I just felt like I was gonna be fucking angry as fuck. Like, how the fuck does you that been. happen, dude? Yeah, it was like it said something like he he like the article says something like he uh like restrained or beat up on like a a black teenager and nothing happened. And then you watch the video and he's got like this kid like like face like to the to the ground or like like a playscape you know like th- those playscapes we having like that almost like a the thick plastic chain leak fence, fence yeah. design that the kids walk on and shit you know that shit hurt if you got your face pressed to that shit 
And he's got this kid pressed down up against that shit. And you can hear his sister like, let him go, let him go. He ain't do nothing. It was, I guess he, uh, he thought that the kid had, uh, I can't, I can't remember what he thought he did. Like, yeah, I'm not even going to guess. I can't remember what he thought he did. But he says, I'm like, I, I got to hold him down until the police come. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> like, what are you doing, dog? Like, you a regular ass dude. Like, you got to be pressing motherfuckers heads into chain link shit and, and fucking children and be like, yo, I got to wait till the police come. Who the fuck are you? Like, what the fuck, man? Man, I just, man, I just, I just wanted to beat the shit out of people like that so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I didn't even, I didn't even watch it and I was just like, it's probably gonna make me fucking angry as fuck, dude. So, I avoided it. I mean, and granted, it was, it was a sister. So, I'm, the sister's probably not gonna come in like guns blazing, like, yo, I'm about to beat the shit out of this dude. Yeah, but I like, mean, you know, it's a grown ass man and shit, so I get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but man, God forbid it's, it's your, your sibling. Like, don't let me roll up in some park and I see somebody got my, my, my brother's not a kid, but like, somebody got my brother hemmed up and shit, like, got his face pressed to some shit. Like, y'all gotta hold him to the police come. <laughs> like, like, what? Nigga, are you serious? <laughs> Can't even imagine. It's, 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 I'm laughing because it's, fu- it's funny the amount of violence I'll put on somebody who I see like that, <laughs> Like, yo, I just found a big ass branch on the ground. I'm about to swing it up beside your head. <laughs> Like, what are you uh, doing? If you don't get the fuck off this boy, I'm gonna beat your ass. That shit all the time, man. Like, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me because I, I got too much anger, dog. I'm not gonna sit by and try to be rational with you, dog. Nah, he would have caught them hands, man. I, I don't give a fuck what that kid did. He, that kid was unless that kid sat there and shot your mama, nigga. You better get the fuck up off this boy, mm-hmm. man. Ugh. And you got fucking um. You see that fucking um. That story about the uh, Border Patrol people that got that secret Facebook group? Dog. You saw that? I, I, I didn't read all of them. I mean, I mean, I didn't re- but. I, I mean, I'm not in the group. I didn't see all the shit, but it was like, they be in the, they be in the group because it's private talking about, uh, like, the the immigrants and shit that are in, so in holding. So I found out somebody in the group posted screenshots and shit? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. Somebody was like, yo, these Border Patrol cops is wilding. And they over there talking shit about the immigrants that's in there and all the shit that they do to them and all that kind of shit. Like, man, like... I watch, watch nothing really happen to them, dog. That shit gonna fall under the radar on some fuck shit. And ain't shit gonna happen to them. I didn't realize there was so many, like, low-key, like, groups that are made on Facebook to exist for being racist in private. <laughs> like, oh, no, because I think... I, I think most races are private with their shit. You only get, I think you only get a few But if few you make bowls. a group, you make it yourself public. Even if you make it a secret group but or I a think closed people, group. I think people see the whole secret thing and feel like they're, they really are secret against shit. But that shit, long as it takes one person to feel some kind of way, take some screenshots and all your secrets is out there. And shit. I've seen mad screenshots from the Make Ariel White Again groups. Dog. <laughs> well, groups, there's one. But well, I'm sure there's several, but like a main one that's like make Ariel white again, and it, <laughs> man, I've seen so many screenshots from that group, and they're so racist, dog. Like, man, how do you want? How, how do you rationalize wanting a fictional <laughs> character? She, it, it's not a fucking real thing. I don't know, dog. I, I think like. 
There's a lot of people I'm trying who, not to breathe on a mic in my disgust. <laughs> Where you go? <sighs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. You, you no, try it. No. You try, but yeah. there's only so much you can do. There's only so much. So <laughs> there's so much you can deal with. But like the the fucking um, like the aerial shit, dog. Like they be so mad, and it made me think earlier today. I was thinking about like, um, like the platforms that Republicans are running on, the platforms that. Democrats are running on that kind of shit, and it it just made me think. I'm like, what makes a someone who's a Republican? If you're a Republican and you are a Republican because of say, um, say you are are well off, and you don't agree with the concept of uh, the government helping uh, lesser off people at your expense, right? So, like, say you're a rich person. And the gov- like, say you get a guy like Bernie Sanders, and he's like, "I want to make sure that the lower middle classes are taken care of, so we're gonna tax the upper class more." And say you like a self-made upper class dude, and you're like, "Yo, fuck that, man! I, I don't like that." Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders wants to tax me more. Like, yo, I made myself. Like, you know, I worked hard. I went to school. I did this. I did that to make this money. And now he wants to tax me extra to help people who aren't trying to help themselves. So that, that's how they always look at it. Like, you know, if you self-made, you always look at people who aren't as people who could have done what you did, but they're just too lazy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I want to help, you know, these socialist uh, Democrats want to help out the people who, who are just lazy at, at my expense, right? I don't agree with that, but at least I can understand the thought process. What I don't understand is Republicans who will uh, like stand real steadfast on on certain things like okay the perfect example is um, gun control so if you are a Republican and you're like big gun control shit right why are you now I'm not even gonna say why are you when you look at Democrats versus versus Republicans on gun control. Republicans are so, like, staunchly opposed to any sort of gun regulation. And they'll be like, oh, they want to take our guns. Ain't nobody trying to take your guns. Nobody is saying, make it so nobody on in the country has guns. Ain't nobody saying that. But Republicans will be like, they want to take our guns. They want to take our guns. Fuck that. The Second Amendment says I can have a gun. So fuck that. I don't want anybody to take my guns. All the Democrats want is better regulation to make it so that kids don't die at school. And like that is mind blowing to me that you can have a group of people who are saying we want to alter gun regulation, make it stricter so that people who ain't right in the head cannot shoot kids at school. And you got old ass white people who are like, fuck that, that, dog. I want to keep, I want to be able to buy whatever the fuck gun I don't fucking need. And I I don't understand how you can watch hundreds of kids die per year at school violence at elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, all schools. Kids, children, and most of these old white pieces of shit got kids. Kids dying. Kids. 
and just be like, but the Second Amendment says I can have guns. Like, I don't understand Republicans, like, trains of thoughts on that shit. And it drives me nuts, dog. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, just yep. because you have the right to bear arms does not mean that you should be able to buy any fucking gun that exists on this planet for no reason. And if you as a human can be like, the Democrats want to take away my, I don't even know guns enough, but like a fucking automatic assault rifle that can fire off 8 million shots per second of, of bullets that are three inches long that explode on contact. Like, you know, whatever the fuck. I want to be able to buy that gun and I don't give a fuck if kids are dying. Like, man, how shitty of a human are you, dog? Like, bro, like nobody is saying no guns. Enough kids have died, no guns. And to me, that's a reasonable reaction. (laughs) Like, as many school shootings as we as we've had over the course of the past decade, I think saying no guns at all, fuck guns, take them away, is a reasonable reaction. Is it a reasonable thing to do? But we're no, not. but it's a reasonable reaction. It's a reasonable reaction, but it's not even say, but like you say, it's not even no one's even. It's saying not feasible. That. It's not feasible, and no one's saying that. But if someone said that, I'd be like, I get it. Kids are dying. An old white man still be like, fuck that. I want to be able to buy some shit I don't need. Like, you don't need these guns for that shit. I got one of my homeboys who be texting uh, me and my friends at a group chat. Like, yo, uh, fucking, I I won't say Dunham's, but I don't think Dunham's exist no more. Do Dunham's still exist? I don't know. know. Sports authority? I I don't fucking know. Dick Sporting. We'll say Dick's. Yeah, Dick Sporting Goods. Like, yo, they got this fucking AR-15 on sale, if you put down this much, you can uh, get it for this discount. I'm like, I want to be like, bro, like, you don't need that shit. Like, why why are you trying to sell me on buying an AR-15? I don't want an AR-15, dog. Like, what am I going to do with that? Y'all watching, like, you watching The Walking Dead thinking that zombies going to happen? Like, what do you think is going to happen that you need an AR-15 that bad? Like, I am, I have never once sat and thought, like, you know what? I need an AR-15. Never, never, dog. I got a shotgun in my house that ain't even loaded because I know I ain't going to need it. And if I need it and I need to load it, fine. But, like, I'm not sitting here like, yo, I need an AR-15. Like, I need something that's going to bust off shots. Super fast. Like, like, what do you think What do you think is going to happen? You think Al-Qaeda is going to come to Detroit? They ain't. They ain't, they ain't checking for you, dog. Al-Qaeda is not sitting over in Saudi Arabia. Where the fuck they at? Like, yo, we need to run up on Detroit. We need to run up on Brightmore. They ain't thinking about it, you nigga. Like, what are you doing, dog? Like, people's obsession with guns is mind-boggling to me, dog. I don't understand why you can just be like, yeah, guns, 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 guns. Like, I, I, like, whose kids gotta die for people to be like, you know what? 
No. Maybe we should regulate guns a little bit better. I think even their own kids can fucking die, and they'll just be like, you know what? I still think I need to keep my shits. Like, that nigga had a good run. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe he wasn't built for this shit. I, I need my guns. <laughs> you know, like, he wasn't built for this uh, American life. This, you know, he had a good he, run. He wasn't, he wasn't as patriotic as he should have been. See, he, he got to see Avengers Endgame. He, yeah. he, he could die in peace. Yeah. <laughs> shit, it, it's, 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 it's real retarded, though. I, I don't get it. It is. You're like, I mean... You said how many people will have to die? How many people have died, and no one they, they still won't do anything? Not any, not even regulating not who can get them. It's not personal, so it's like it's a school even, shooting. I, I honestly, don't think personal will even change that, dude. It might not. It might not. It I might really not. Think, which would be crazy. And like you know, when we were on um, Delvin's podcast, we talked to the guys, and they were talking about gun control and stuff like that. It's not even the fact of taking all guns. It's just making it so people who probably shouldn't get them shit shouldn't get them, and you got people who sh- who probably would qualify for having guns, so they wouldn't even be in the in the the people who wouldn't get them. Right, and it they're don't still, even apply to you, and they're still like fuck that. Right, it don't even apply. So it makes to you. you think like, are you even sane enough to have fucking guns? And if you don't want the people that shouldn't have them, and you're quote unquote sane or you know capable or whatever the fuck it makes me question are you even that fucking capable yo if, if it's nothing we can even really do just the thought of people trying to work toward it is enough for me for people to be like you know what and people ain't the gun shit is out of control let's try to do something and, and if it don't to, work out it don't work out but the people that it. right the people that like, it's people that don't even want to try to fix shit they're like yeah you know what yeah, a couple, you know, a couple hundred six-year-olds die, but at least I got my ARs. Like you, bitch-ass nigga, dog. Like, fuck, you deserve to get killed by an AR. Whole if 30. if you sit here like, yo, I want to be able to keep my automatic assault whole, rifles. Whole third dead grade, kids be damned. Whole, like, fuck whole you. Third grade class get mowed down, and you like, yeah, I think I want to keep my guns though. Yeah, I want to make but, sure. You know, I want to make hundred percent sure I have right, access. We just need to gather up these thoughts and prayers and. <laughs> And, and make right. them and make them to one big thought and prayer and, <laughs> and hope it just stop you know gun gun violence or whatever the fuck. Like man, yeah. If we if we pray enough, yeah, you know they might chill out. If we pray enough, yeah. So whatever, fuck them niggas. No, you can read the Bible and, and realize that praying enough ain't gonna matter. <laughs> like what Bible you read <laughs> that you thought praying enough would fix some shit? I mean, and, and even. It, it, you even got verses that even kind of that that support the whole thing of you know faith without works is dead. Like the work part of it, you can't just dream up shit and expect it to work. It work. You actually have to have a plan to execute shit. So even you know people can find even biblical stuff about praying and doing all this stuff. But even in the freaking Bible, it says stuff about having to actually do the actions to make the shit happen. So you just can't just sit around and put your hands together and hope for some stuff. You gotta actually do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's just skit. I don't know. I think I think Noah's Ark is probably like one of the most interesting stories to me. Cause like God was like, yo, these people out here fucked up. Drown them all. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> like yeah, quite the story. God was like, you know what? Let's drown them all and we'll save uh Noah and two of each animal. <laughs> like so even 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 God was like, you know what? Let's just let's just scorch the earth 
<laughs> and rebuild. Stay low and rebuild. <laughs> funny, not funny. Uh, was, I seen someone talking about. So there's been a lot of flooding in New Orleans, and I seen someone do a post, you know, asking like, "Why haven't they fixed New Orleans? And why did it keep flooding?" And I was just like, "I don't think that's just a fix." So New Orleans has like parts. Parts of New Orleans are below sea level. They talked about this when Katrina happened and stuff. Like, how do you prevent this shit? They got all these levees and shit. But it's pretty much made in like a bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. So it's like, no one could just fix it. You just dump dirt over a whole city to raise the, <laughs> the sea level or some shit like that. Like, it just really threw me off. I was just like, do you know any? And the person, they, they prefaced it by saying they haven't read anything or looked up anything. I'm, I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's below sea level. Shit just... Happens, but look, what do you do? Evacuate a whole fucking city? I mean, I pre- guess you could. Let me preface this by saying I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That, that's but exactly, uh, that's exactly I'm gonna give my opinion anyway. Yeah, like why? I'm like, well, you know, explaining like why haven't they done it? I'm like, I just stopped commenting. I was just like, I don't even know what to tell you. Like this is what it is, and you know, uh, you just go, just take a whole city and just you know throw dirt, even it out, make it higher up or some <laughs> shit like. Just level it out. Just level it out. Just throw a bunch of dirt and just just level it. You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. But uh, I think that's all I had, man. Do you have anything else? No, that's pretty good. Um, we be we need to figure out the, the high cast. Uh, high pod. High pod. High pod <laughs> for the high cast. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we can figure it out. Um, I got. Kind of, I think I got a lot of shit going on this weekend, but possibly not next weekend. But I think I think the best idea to do that will be a Friday night. Yeah. So like, what's today? The tenth. Yahoo listening. The eleventh. No. T- yeah. So, so the nineteenth is the next Friday. I feel like that will be the move. Yeah, that worked. I was actually gonna say. We had to move it to the Thursday. Any if we were doing a regular podcast, because I had to get a, I got I got a physical finally, not going the nineteenth, and I didn't want to like smoke and drink the day before because I had to like stop eating at some point or some shit. Mm-hmm. So we could just do it Friday, um, if that works for you. And yeah, then, let's uh, uh, let's plan for the nineteenth. Plan for the nineteenth. I'll uh, arrange transportation. Yeah, and then I think it would be cool too if we can get a few other people over here. Yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, we'll figure and, that out. And just have like a big ass, like my, high ass podcast. Doc. I, got I my, guarantee, I guarantee, if we get maybe like two other people here at least, but uh, well, we don't need anybody. But if we did grab maybe like two other people, and they was high, and we was high, and we just hit record. Yeah, it, it, bro, it's that out. shit will be nuts, it's dog. Work out. So, yeah. No, that should be nuts. Like, I be watching fucking Euphoria High because, like, that's my favorite. That's why I think that's part of the reason why I like Euphoria so much. Because watching it high got I I can't say it's ten times better than watching it sober because I ain't never watched it sober. But like, like, I guarantee it's better watching it high because you watching it and you like, yo, that shit looks like how I feel. <laughs> like, yeah, this is crazy. And like, and just like, oh, on God, dog, I be like, watching that shit high, just be talking. Like, like, have you ever seen Mystery Science Theater? I feel like I have, but no, it's like an old ass show where um, 
they watch shitty movies and just do commentary throughout it. No, I haven't. I haven't seen. And he's like crack jokes and shit, and it should be funny as fuck. I feel like it'd be mystery science theater. Like we just sit here just like talking and like cracking jokes and it should be funny. Like I'd be like high watching whatever the fuck I'm watching, and I swear to God, my wife would probably never admit it, but I'd be funny as fuck when I'm high. <laughs> funny as fuck. <laughs> like and she be laughing and trying to pretend like she ain't laughing. I'm like, yo, I'm funny as fuck with a high. I'm telling you, dog, the high pod will be it. It would be one of the best podcasts we ever did. I'm telling you, dog. So that's the plan. We uh, come in with no topics. No topics next Friday. And just be high. That shit would be uh, funny levels like with from the episode where you talk about getting your diaper changed. It'd be that <laughs> level of funny, dog. Oh man, memories. So yeah, that works. So that's still the funniest podcast we ever did. Uh, I think it is. I think it is by far. But uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for the Highcast. Send questions, comments. HiPod. HiPod. Why did you say Highcast? It's like iPod. iPod. HiPod. iPod. Yes. <laughs> iPod. Send questions to uh, What Up the Podcast at Gmail or at What Up the Podcast on our Twitter. And that uh, feedback is important because that's we gonna read it while we high. Yeah, so we that's, <laughs> so, yeah. so we so, need to, we need to tweet about that all week. So we can yes, yo, we know we do. We can get so like yeah, that's the feedback. plan. Like I'm gonna tweet about it. I'm gonna build it up. I'm gonna be like yo, sending feedback, sending questions. If you wanna, I guess if you wanna call in because I'm gonna be high, so we gonna be able to organize that. No. But like you know, send yeah, in shit. Definitely send in those shits, and uh, we get maybe get a get another person, maybe two, in here to to be high as well. So what is your? You know what? I'm gonna say I got a piss. So we need to end this. What What is your method of of high? My uh, vape pen. Oh, okay. I got I got edibles that I probably use, but I gotta time those. So no, can... yeah, that that involves too much timing. Like the the my vape pen. I may just get some 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 uh, pre rolls or something. I'll figure it out. Whatever the case may be, I I I would say don't I don't recommend edibles because the edibles you can't. You can't plan for it because it's like you. There's the time before it hits you. There's the fucking like if you ate, it'll take longer. If you didn't eat, it'll take yeah. less time. It's it's too much to go into it. Yeah. So, so you gotta smoke. Yeah. So I gotta smoke. So that's fine. We just smoke. So anyway, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>